I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Well, I went to use the phone. I'm trying to call mama. One nigga like 6'8". He had his shirt tied around his waist. Didn't even have a shirt on his chest. That nigga said, you need help with the phone, little nigga? I said, nah, bro. Nope. At all. Nigga, all phones work the same. (laughs) You can use this motherfucker. Ain't ain't nothing special about this motherfucker. Ain't ain't a smart uh, pay phone motherfucker. (laughs) Hell no, I don't need help. I don't need no help. You know how to put quarter in there if you got to put a quarter and dial a number? Shit, no, I don't need your help. You ever been locked up? I I'm not talking about somebody gives you a speeding ticket or you pay a speeding ticket or you got warrants and they come get your black ass and take you to county jail. And you get a meal, a phone call, and you get to wear your clothes. No, no, no. I'm talking about prison where they put you in general population with everybody else. The robbers. Tried to be killers, people who have had assault crimes, and all that other shit. That's what I'm talking about. You ever been there? Huh? Have you ever been there? Well, I've been there. I spent about a week in jail. I was wrongfully accused. I was parked in a fucking fire lane, dropping something off to my then girlfriend, and a constable wanted to be Brody. Pulled up on me. Tried to talk crazy to me. I didn't adhere to the things that he told me to do. I won't lie. He was a constable. And I was in a fire lane for no more than 10 seconds dropping something off. He didn't like that, so he called the police. When he called the police on a black man, about four of them showed up. And they ran my name. And my name, unfortunately, matched a drug dealer, a dope dealer, name here in Dallas. And they locked my black ass up, put me in jail, seemingly took away my rights. I knew the shit was real when they told my ass to get naked. They said, get naked, get out your clothes or we going to take you out your clothes. So I took everything off. I took everything off all the way to my boxes. And they said, if you don't take them fucking drawers off and one dude was there and I'm like, I ain't taking off my damn drawers. The second guard came. Something in me says, you could take them. So I didn't take off my underwear still. Then a third one came in, and I start to contemplate about my life. But I still stood strong. I said, I'm not taking off my goddamn underwear. Then the fourth and fifth guard came in, and I said, all right. <laughs> Shit. I give up. And I took off my boxes. I had never been naked in front of four men in my life. Even when I played football, I was the last one or the first one to take a shower. I always wrapped a towel around my waist. I just don't feel comfortable around men being naked. Women, that's another thing. That dog don't hunt around here. So when they handed me my cup, my Bic razor, my old ass toothbrush, 
and a roll of tissue. I slapped that shit off the counter like, I ain't supposed to be here. Gave me an orange jumpsuit that was too tight. My balls and my penis had to go to the left side because if they went down the middle, they made a split my ass in half. Gave me some two big fucking flip-flops, some white socks, and I had dreads at the time. I had just started them. And no maintenance after a week, you fucking look like somebody literally from Africa, fresh off the boat. I spent about a week in there. That was the craziest fucking time of my life. I didn't get respect. They didn't tell me when I could get a phone call. None of that. Prison ain't a place for me. Nope. Don't want to be there. Don't want to go there. Everybody in these streets who run in these streets who thinking that prison is something that you could just suck up and, uh, you know, people could soak up a funky ass nickel worth of time or 15 or a quarter. You can have that shit. Prison is not for me. Ain't never been for me. Ain't going to be for me. Don't want to go back on this podcast today. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my time that I spent the week I spent in prison doing hard time. I didn't do no goddamn crime. Alongside me, my co-host Gabrielle Jones will also tell a story where she was locked up. wasn't in prison. It was in the goddamn loony bin. I think I'd choose the prison over the loony bin. We also got the Q-Dog himself, Mr. Rockhead Rodney Davis, coming into the studio to talk with us and address last week's Put Him On Notice segment with Renard Hollis. As I always tell you, man, it's going to be a good fucking show. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Thank you for coming along for the ride this long. Episode 56 is here. And like I always tell you, man, let's go the fuck up just trying to stay focused and get to the money basic i know but it's working out for me oh no what the shrimp bass yeah but she said she gotta start eating oh yeah she was fucking it up in the car before we even had an opportunity to get up in this thing she said no i don't have time for that all right man this is anthony roberts host of the reality is where filter becomes extinct and we are back for another day of great conversation uh i got my co-host gabrielle in here what's good man that's good it's all good. You done took a throwback with these rubber bands on your wrist. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I used to do it all the time in high school. I know, it's just a throwback. And then I just had to wrap it up with a, you know, with a couple of them and keep it going, man, you know? All right. So, you got a new haircut? I know you ain't happy about that shit. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> upset. Because, look, yesterday when I went to the barbershop, I, I always know when I'm going to, it's like it's, it don't feel right. And I should always leave because every time it don't feel right and I stay anyway, something don't be right. And it was this guy that was at the barbershop, and he was just clowning. Like, he was, you know, he wasn't, getting, he wasn't a barber. He was yeah. just clowning. And, like, all the barbers was kind of talking, but he was really talking to my barber. And my barber was stopping, and I was just like, you know, I'm trying to work on this tood, right? Yep. I'm trying to understand the culture of the barbershop or whatever. So, you know, I get it. And so I don't want to say, nigga, cut come come my hair so I can get out of here. That's what I have to say. So he was cutting. He's like, what's wrong? You know, you kind of quiet today. I was like, oh, you know, nothing. I just, you know, you already been entertained. You don't need no more distractions. <laughs> so he cut my hair, and then he shows me the mirror, and I was like, because I'm letting the top grow. So yeah. I'm like, just fade the side. Which I've, he knows this. Like, I've been telling him this. So it's like, why did, every time I sit down, you're like, what are we doing today? The same we was doing, like, same thing we was doing same last week. Same shit we've been doing. I was like, I think... I was like, you know, when I look at it, it looked like you faded this side more than you faded that side. And he was like, no. I was like, yes, you did. Then he said, um, no, I don't I don't think I, I said, okay, well, you know what, don't worry about it. He said, I'll fix it. I said, no, because if you don't see it, you can't fix it. You're just trying to do something because yeah. I'm telling you this messed up. And he's like, no, 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 I see it. What you want, you wanted it faded more on, you know, on your right side than you do your left side. I mean, equal, right? I was like, yeah. So he finished cutting. He showed me. I was like. It's cool, whatever. I'm ready to go. I was already kind of like did having you, a shit the day. The question, did you pay this nigga all his money? Yeah. I always pay. 
this is why I would get so upset, like what we were talking about last week, yeah. about how, you know, supporting black businesses. and They, the, be, they be fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I all, I mean, I always, always pay. Yeah. So I went ahead and paid him. And then when I got home, I was getting ready to send a snap to somebody. And, and I saw myself. I was like, <laughs> my head looked real big. Yeah. I, I mean, I ain't saying, yeah, like your head looks big, but. Yeah, I yeah, you get you get where I'm coming I, from. I get what you're coming it's from. It's fine, but you got to start having stipulations. I know for me, when I go to the barbershop now, I request that my barber wears gloves. Niggas scratch their ass, they balls. A lot of niggas go take a, a piss, and they don't wash their hands. So I need you to have on gloves before you even line me up. Yeah, I need you to put on a fresh pair. I need you to have already eaten because you know niggas like you to have a plate, kind of yeah, like I'm yeah, doing right now. Right, right. They like to have a plate on the backside. Stop, get a little something. I need you to have all your phone calls taken care of, all your appointments in line. I need it all to be taken care of. I just don't understand. Black and barbers. then, like, I text him, and so he ain't, he ain't responded. And usually he be, like, real on it. And he called me when I got home. He's like, so I'll just make sure you go with your haircut. The nigga knew he messed up. That's because he knew he fucked he, up. He called you and asked? Yeah. I ain't, I ain't never had a barber call me and ask me if my haircut was all right. I was so... So even, even y'all was like, I ain't even looked in the mirror yet. Yeah, it's cool, whatever. I... I put that phone down while I was getting ready to snap. Mm-hmm. I went and looked in the bathroom in the mirror, and then I rubbed my finger, and I can feel. You felt too much scalp. I can. <laughs> you felt too much scalp. But you know the funny thing about it is nobody ever notices when your hair is fucked up but you. That's what my brother said. He's like, get her chill out. Nobody, nobody else knows. I'll have a haircut. I'll tell Artesia. I'll tell my mom, and they be like, I don't see it. And I'm like, I could. this nigga edge the right side a little bit too high, back off in the corner. Then the bad thing about getting the fucked up edge you got to wait a little bit longer yes. than the last time. So then you got to be out here looking like Mr. Gal- Mr. Malou to, 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 to let it grow back. I'm so mad. And then he was like, then he was trying to mess with me, talking about something. I know when I'm doing your hair, I got to be all professional. You yeah, damn nigga, right. you goddamn right you do. What you think about Prince, man? Low-key, I almost cried. I never cried. When I heard Purple Rain. Because it's like, it's just Halloween. I did make this. It's how kind of music is. Anybody looking, I got the, uh, went to the daiquiri shop and got uh Purple Passion mixed yeah. with uh, Pina Colada. Yeah, I'm going to go give me a cup in a second yeah. so you can, you and, know, and, and, pull and, it And uh, what is the word? What, Pina Colada? No, in in, uh, in reference to... Oh, uh, uh, remembrance? In remembrance of this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember me. <laughs> I did. I kind of... It was kind of sad. I didn't almost cry. I, I, I didn't almost... I didn't almost cry until I heard the music because I, I, I bet you they're going to play Purple Rain in his funeral. I was going to play Purple Rain, but it didn't update. Oh, Oh, I know I wasn't. I was gonna play. I want to be your lover. That's mine. I want to. Mine is adore. I love adore. Everybody, just, I'm gonna tell you this thing. I hate about people when somebody die. Ain't nobody been listening to Prince album. Oh no, no, no. The last. But but, six but months. I said that you couldn't. You couldn't. You, it wasn't anywhere for you to listen to because I actually I did look for it. Oh. I have looked for some Prince, and he, I remember reading that he took all of it off. Like you can't go to YouTube. You can't go if you don't already have it. You That's can't what listen I was about to say. But if you was a real dope fan, like I, I like Prince. I'm not a yeah. Prince fan. I don't yeah. own any of his music. I literally wouldn't purchase a song on iTunes today just to have it here today. Oh, see, and I had some, and nope, then didn't have none. like it got, you know. Shout out to the homeboy Larry Bowden back in Texarkana. He uh, when when Prince died, he had like five albums vinyl. Oh, did he, he went through? I was like, now that's a real fan. Oh yeah, everybody I heard talking about, oh Prince, oh Purple Rain. He they played yeah. him on the radio. You weren't even listening to this nigga last week, right? Wasn't yeah. listening to him last month. Didn't listen to him last year. And Prince didn't really make a lot of live appearances on TV shows and mm-hmm. shit. So unless you was going to his um, concerts, you wasn't seeing Prince. Yeah. Everybody, all them people that cried over Michael Jackson, to me, my, I, it's probably blasphemy to some people. He wasn't that great to me. 
I, he was a good. I feel like he he was a good performer. He so was. That's what I it wasn't like he. This all like okay. Don't get me wrong because I love Beyonce and I'm going to the concert. But Beyonce is not the best singer, she but she's a great performer. She ain't. Nobody can like really like you ain't gonna see Jennifer Hudson up there singing yeah. and performing doing like Beyonce. Not, they just not, and you gotta respect. You gotta, you gotta respect, respect it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't in there for that bullshit today. I need you to fucking respect it. Yeah. Damn, I'll trill you. <laughs> Birdman's monkey ass. He's so absolutely ridiculous. You know, I said if I would have been in that studio and he said, like, I need to respect it. I'm I like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what the fuck? That's why mean? I can't do it. R e s p e c k. Nah, Birdman was some. He, he, With all your seven shit. goons. All of them. You know, one of them niggas is real educated, sitting back there saying, as soon as I buy my mama this house, I'm getting out of this I'm shit. Like, <laughs> I just need to stay I here. I don't want no parts of Ooh, it. Ooh, I just got to stay here with this foolishness for a little bit. Why even come up in that thing, though? Why come in there with all that animosity in your chest? Because where does he live? Because I, I heard him say he's not in Miami anymore. He's not so in Miami. I don't know if he went I don't to believe you. I don't believe he lives in New York. So you have made a trip to, come do to New York to do this. Look, something happened up there. Oh, how can I listen to the show on Android? Uh, Artesia, oh, text, it's, uh, text Derek. <laughs> <laughs> you know, text him on how to do that. I can't text him right now. That's the funny uh, thing. A lot of people hit me up, and the thing about it is they'll know we're on the air, and they'll say, I'm eating people, so sorry. They'll say, how can I listen? Well, shit, nigga, I ain't about to put down nothing to, 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 to send it to you. Go look at my webpage. Yeah, right, right. right. W-W-W. I've been saying WW for the last year. Yeah. You should get it, though. Yeah. You should understand. This is true. But, you know, Prince did a lot of good things. I was watching one of his friends on uh, CNN, and he was saying how Prince was a uh, Jehovah's Yeah. Yeah, he was, he, now he was toe up. That he nigga, was I didn't know if he was sleeping with toe. Prince or he was he just cool with him. <laughs> he was toe up. Prince, I was like, Prince must have gave him the booty hole because that nigga was toe up. He should. His life seemed like it he was He should have had somebody write a statement and, and read it. Because well, I think the uh, uh, the Don Lemon asked him, like, you know, what are you thinking now that he's dead? He's, and he's, when he said regret, he like. Like, <gasps> <laughs> 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 <Hey>, mama. mama. <laughs> he was so up. He was so, so up. So. I think with Prince, the whole thing with Prince, people was like, do you think he's as big as Michael Jackson? I don't think so. The reason I say that is because Michael Jackson had been singing since he was like six years old. Not even that. Why people don't, well, some people don't know who Prince is. Everybody knew who Michael Jackson was. Literally from Google, nobody knew who Harriet Tubman was. Oh, God. Nobody what? knew. Nobody knew who Harriet Tubman was. A lot of, I mean, a lot of white people, I'm sure. And not to be funny, some of these new age niggas probably didn't know neither. Because they ain't teaching it in school. Okay, somewhere down my family tree, mm-hmm. a kid has had a kid, and a kid has made another kid mm-hmm. a niece, and a kid has made another kid a three. This is how what happens in in in, in black world, okay. black families. Unfortunate, you can't be having kids when you have a kid at seventeen, fifteen. It happens. Oh right. But it's like you gotta learn from that mistake mm-hmm. to where you train. Like you having Cameron now, Cameron. Mm-hmm. By the time Cameron have a kid. He, you gonna be older, yeah. To where they going? I know people who kids are three years old, and they are uncle and aunt. Oh yeah. What y'all gonna share pamphlets? Right. So that's it. What you gonna do? And that's bad. Like so now, now that this is twenty sixteen, because like I, my, I have an uncle who is three years older than my mama. So like my 
Yeah, my mom's uncle is three years older than her. Okay, that threw He's me my great uncle. Okay. I'm sorry. My great uncle is, who's my mama's uncle, is three years older than her. So pretty much my granny and my big mama was pregnant, you know, relatively close to each other. But that was like in the 60s. Thanks. That was in the 60s. Like, it's 2016. We need to educate and and uh, learn about some contraceptives and some abstinence and some celibacy and some. There's uh, too much out here. I'm scared of vagina. <clears throat> I love it. That shit is dangerous. It's, yeah. My nine to five is working for a gynecology clinic. Ooh. And some of the things that I see coming there in tubes and some of the things that we have to test, it's like seeing it like in tissue. You have a tissue in there and it like say for instance if you're pregnant, we're scraping it to make sure everything's all right, the baby's yeah. good, people's piss look like M- muddy water. Muddy water. Like all they drunk was soda since they was two. Also, uh, vaginas are dangerous a place to be. The things that they scrape off the inside of a cervix. But, you know, I have heard stories. Like, I remember being, like, in, I mean, I say anywhere, health class from my doctor, from, you know, untold stories of the ER. People will leave, like, tampons in there. Like, they forgot. They forgot. How do you, I don't, they forgot they had a tampon on. They put another one on. So, they put, like, three, four tampons out. I mean, because. That just sounds like some corroded pussy. (laughs) I just one one I saw one story. This they were using a pickle, and the pickle broke off up in there. They was using the pickle for sex. Yeah, like putting the peppermint in the pickle. Yep, but they was putting the pickle in the penis. I mean, pickle in oh, the pickle in the puss. My bad. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, God My damn, bad. Like, were, I never forget working at the hospital in Texas, and they was giving this dude a catheter in his penis. Oh gosh. Um, he wasn't on hard, and they was like, "Hey, come in and you know help us hold him down." Shout out to the boy Derek Stoker. You know, we was holding the dude down. The, the 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 catheter was like this, like this red straw. And if you got a penis out there, the little penis head, they literally had to, you know, because this, I know you don't play with a penis when they ain't a heart. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's limp. <laughs> so they had to straighten mm, it. I never did that. They had to straighten it out mm-hmm. and slide. So did you have to play with it to get pushing it? Pushing the catheter in. Wait, they had to straighten what out? The penis? His penis. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, it'd be all flimsy yeah, when yeah, it ain't yeah. hard. So they had to straighten his penis out and put, like, this is how they was moving in and there. Like, real. And he was like, whoa. Oh, he, oh. he wasn't like. Hey. Yeah. That nigga was woke. That's why they called us in there to hold him down. Oh, my God. Same thing happened to my brother. He had surgery. And Jermaine woke up from surgery. Sorry, Jermaine. Jermaine <laughs> woke up from surgery. <laughs> And they had the captain in his pen in his penis, and Mama was we was all in there watching him, you know, waiting till he wake up. He's like, "Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Mom, oh uh, what is, what the hell is this in my dick? What is this?" In? My mom was like, "Whoa," because you know my mom is Christian, so she ain't trying to hear no cussing. He's like, "What is this? What is this in my dick?" I'm like, "Jesus Christ, nigga, calm down. Somebody take let this nigga pee on himself." You know, for y'all who don't know what a catheter is, it allows you to the urine pee in the bag. Yeah, it allows you to pee in the bag without pissing on yourself. Uh, this nigga clearly would rather have pissed on itself than pissed. In so the he bag. could feel it, or he just yes. I why, mean, why your why penis, your, your pee hole ain't it's real. Small. I know, but okay, I've only had a catheter once, which was when I had when I had a baby. So maybe I was still numb down there or something, but Probably so. because I didn't feel it, and then like they took it out, but I wasn't going to the bathroom, so they had to put it back in. But by that time, I was mobile, mm-hmm. so I started panicking because I had already heard stories of how bad catheters hurt. Yeah. So I started panicking and I was like, no, no, but they put it in, I couldn't feel nothing. We don't have no, I mean, men can't but have kids, but allow, hand me that, I'll pour you some up. Oh. Get you some of this purple rain. 
Yeah, go and get you a piece of that partial chicken. Matter of fact, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to partake in God's goodness and being here. I just like we're gonna Food off in the air is what Ken told me. Niggas like to play games cause they feel like they know feel like they know me. You don't know me, nigga. I done changed. I done changed. So don't be trying to put no shit off in the game. So, wait a minute. What? We were talking about some stuff off the off the air. So read that again. First of all, explain what you just read and then Well, go. I, okay, I was talking about like just these stupid, you know, fake deep co- fake deep quotes that people put on Facebook. I hate and, them. You know, all these in love quotes. And one of them that I saw was it says, You fucked him, I made love to him. You met the guys, I met the family. You gave him money, I spent it. So if you his hoe, you my hoe too. Nah. What? I, one of the ones I hate is saying no relationship is perfect. So you might as well pick the perfect person to go through hell with. What the fuck? That, that's Who wrote dumb this too. bullshit? That's dumb, too. Who wrote it? <laughs> and a lot of times... Or the, one, the, no, the, the ones that get spiritual. God ain't going to send you somebody else's husband. Duh! Bitch, that's, <laughs> that's because he didn't give you yours. Because you was fucking another woman's husband. That don't mean he ain't going to give me mine. Shit works out sometimes. Oh, Lord. I just can't deal with these, these fake deep... Facebook folks sometimes. Sleeping with married women is the wrong thing to do. I yeah. I had a conversation with Gabrielle this week and you know everybody know anybody who know me know I'm transparent. Yeah. I'm like clear paper bag. And I've done it. I've slept with a married woman and this shit is not right. Right. I was it, it's no excuse. So anybody who's listening, I don't want you to be like, "Oh, he's justifying his wrong." No. I fucked yeah. the shit out of her. And I enjoyed it in the moment that I was doing it. Yeah. Was it wrong? Yes. Did I know it was wrong? Did you feel I, bad afterwards? She didn't feel bad. So I didn't feel bad un, ap, until a certain point of us continuing uh-huh. to do this. So when it first, like the thing about it was, it wasn't it, like they always say, it was never supposed to happen. But I didn't feel bad, first of all, because I was in a place after being hurt, being in a messed up relationship to where, not to be funny, I only cared about myself at mm-hmm. that time. So. That's what made it worse. I literally didn't think about sleeping with another man's wife until months down the line. And I was like, and, when, and it's kind of when I started having time to be by myself to kind of think about everything and be like, damn, this is not right. Yeah. This is not right. And, and it was one instance where this woman, she came to my house and she was like, I'd rather be here than go home. She was folding clothes. She was cooking. She was cleaning. And I was, and I was like, you rather be here than go home? And then was mama, he beating us up? No, it just wasn't working out. It just was. So that, why not just just leave? That's what I used to say. But you know, it's so easy to tell somebody to leave. It's just like when when I told the thing about homeboys too. I don't think none of my homeboys told me to stop when I told them. They don't say stop. But I did have a homegirl that was like, "You got to cut this shit out. Yeah. You 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 got to be bigger than this." And it was a time that I sat down, like I said, when she came over to my house and I f- saw how much she had preferred to be with me than with him. I remember telling her, because she would always talk about leaving, and I'm like, you can't leave him for me. Right. You never leave anybody for right. somebody because right. that never works out. And then, like I told her, what you have on your plate, I ain't ready to, 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 to deal with that. Oh, yeah. So it was one of those things where I just really started looking at it like, damn, what if this was my wife and somebody was doing this to my mm-hmm. wife? How would you know? How would I know? You know, and yeah. and I, and I even came to acknowledge something at one point in time, and I was like, you know, half the stuff that that happens to me in my life, or that has happened to me since that point, and maybe it's me reaping what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because one thing, like I was telling you, Gabby, 
God don't always punish us in the way that we did the things that we did wrong. Yeah, right. Karma right. doesn't always come back around in the, the same, same way. Right. Like God knows I like certain things and he may be withholding those things from me because of the things that I did. Yeah. And there were times that I've came to myself and I'm like, you know what, God, whatever I got to go through to get where I'm going, I can accept it. I accept that because I know there are things that I've done wrong. Right. Right. I wish I feel that same, I feel the same way, especially like when I when I am going through something and it's like, what is what did I do? I I was like, damn it, I shouldn't have, you know. Like I was listening to I was listening to somebody one. I can't remember who told me the story, yeah. but they had cheated. Um, their ex had cheated on them, but they, they're in the relationship. So to get back at them, they had like put them on blast. Some you know some of their business, yeah. and then like two weeks later, they car stopped working and flooded and like <laughs> engine blew out and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it was like, damn it, I know what this is for. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when I'm going through something, or I, another thing too, if I know that I've done something wrong, yeah, then I'll kind of like, I. I'll, I'll 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 keep doing wrong stuff yeah. just because I'm like fuck it. I'm I mean, you're, that's that's <laughs> what happened with me with the with, I'm, with the. I'm already yeah. here. You're already doing. I might as well just live in it for a and little enjoy bit. Enjoy it and, and enjoy. It. I can't feel bad for it. And then whenever something comes to bite me on the ass, it's like I just you gotta got take to, it like a man. I gotta just. I, I gotta mean, because I'm telling you, when I, I it was one time. It was like, and if a cartoon could be created for me having sex with this married woman at one time, I remember hitting it back from the back one time, and I'm hitting it, and I'm like, okay. And it was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, God damn it, I'm wrong. But if it was a cartoon at one moment, I was like, God, like, Jesus, get off my shoulder. Yeah. Like, I don't need you in my ear. Like, I'm trying to perform right now. <laughs> I don't need you in my ear. But like I said, I knew, and that's when I started knowing it was wrong. And it was like the situation happened to where I felt like it would never stop. So what happened was it was a situation that came up with my job because I actually worked with this woman. Oh, so Lord. it was like when it came up with my job, I was like, okay, I got to move around. I got to get out of here. And it was one of the things where I'm like, I cannot be here and and stop. Sometimes yeah. if you, sometimes either something bad is coming down the pipeline, if you don't stop, you just got to step away. At some point, you just, how do you walk away? Yeah, because I feel like something like that, that's, that's one of those situations where you, you know, somebody end up, she may end up pregnant or like, because if you keep going, it's like, you really trying me. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that's God, like, you really trying, trying me. You, you trying me. And you I'm want really me to get you pregnant and embarrass both of y'all? <laughs> I will embarrass your black ass. <laughs> this is God talking, nigga. Get it together. Yeah, you need to get your life. Get it together. Because it's fixing it. It's too much. Other, it's too much. And it's too much of the free vagina that ain't taken under the Lord's vow. When you start sleeping with married women, you fucking with God shit. He probably like nigga. Right. He like nigga. I I put my hand on this. Right. Yeah. All this other pussy I got, you sending anyway. Yeah, right. Go but I'm allowing that, yeah. you. Go and get that other shit that Lucifer done left out there on the concrete. <laughs> Why you gotta come over here and fuck with my partial piece of uh, married people? That's true. That's true. Uh -oh. So I had to back out, man. You know, married, I mean, doing that is not, it, it's, it's, it's not good. But like we were saying about the quotes, another, a couple of quotes in the love series, Dating While Black on Facebook. Again, shout out to Michelle Williams, who always putting it out there and uh, got things going. So they said, no matter how good a woman you are, you will never be good enough for a man who isn't ready. That's true. I believe that's true. But what if the woman is staying and he, he's saying it, I ain't ready? What if she's saying? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe that quote is saying that it's anybody's, that it's the man's fault. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's just a true statement. Like, you're not. I guess when I think good enough, I'm just like, oh, you ain't good enough. I don't think it's. I'm saying, I don't feel like, I feel like what it's saying is that there's nothing that you can do to make him be ready. If make, he's yeah. not ready, then he's just not ready. No matter how much you have a good support, how much you love him. Like, I know 
when I was when I was going through my divorce, like my mom used to always tell me, like you can't like love him enough to, to make uh, him want to do what to you make want him to want exactly. So it's just like no matter what you're all the stuff that you're saying, saying that you know you do this and you do that and you love him and blah 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 and you're his number one cheerleader yeah. and yada yada yada. It don't matter. So do you stick around? Well, for a little bit, that was the problem. I was just kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do with this information. I just need somebody to write it down and make a plane and tell me what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and it because don't always don't, come that easy. It doesn't either. come yeah. that You don't yeah. know. So all you can do is wait. Because on one hand, you don't want to feel like, okay, I'm giving up on this person. Exactly. But on the other hand, it's just kind of like you're giving up on yourself if you Walk continue away to. Walk and you're not ready. Or stay. No, if you stay. Yeah. If yeah. I stay and I continue to accept things that I know that I shouldn't. All because I know that he's not ready, or I, because I know that he got something going on, or whatever the case is, then I'm I'm doing an injustice to myself. Every woman, anytime I've ever said that I'm not ready, women, I've never had one woman that run away. And I think a lot of times women really continue sometimes to date off potential. They date off the potential and right. the possibility that if he gets oh. ready, or if he ever is ready, we yeah. can have something great. Yeah. And a lot of times I think it can work out because I've seen that work out. But a lot of times it can become dangerous because sometimes it just doesn't work. And I think a lot of times men have to be honest with themselves because a lot of times they're not ready and they'll never be ready or they're not ready for a specific person. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. And I think you got to be honest because some dudes, I was talking to Arteezy the other day and we were talking about just people, how people kind of live off each Brian other. Is stupid. What do you do? <laughs> God, <laughs> I believe, uh oh, my bad. He said, I believe God gives good with a, a cat emoji to those who are worth it. 100%. God gives. I mean, a cat. God, God gives good puss to those who are working. I want. I know what you're saying. I just wanted you to say it. What? <laughs> I don't need to be the only nigga on this motherfucker not filtered. I need somebody to come on and listen and say both them motherfuckers, both of them. I was. I was trying to think of a way to say two like Birdman, but I need tree. Two tree. Yeah, it got to be our tree, y'all. Two. Yeah, I don't know. Two baby. But another one. Um, another one of the quotes was: "The more chances you give someone, the less you respect." The wait. Let me start over. The liquor hasn't kicked in yet, oh. I swear to God. I know what you mean. I know what you're finna say. The more chances you give someone, the less they respect you, the less they start to have respect for you. They'll begin to ignore the standards that you've set because they know another chance will always be given. They're not afraid to lose you because they know no Fact. matter what, you won't walk away. They get comfortable with depending on your forgiveness and never let a person get too comfortable disrespecting you. Yes, I agree with that, too. I won't say it's disrespecting, but I think it, for granted. I think it yes. should put for granted in it. Yes. Because I think a lot of times we do take people for granted. Yep. I've been in relationships to where I've been the one where it's like a girl will tell me, I can't keep dealing with this shit. And I'm like, yeah. well, all right, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and but I you know felt, she ain't going to do nothing. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, it was one time the one girl walked away, and I was like, okay, that, that's a bet. It didn't hurt me because it wasn't somebody I was just really invested mm -hmm. in. But I was like, oh, damn, she really ain't calling. She ain't answering my calls. All right, well, shit, let's see, what's, who's, see who else is going to answer. Yeah. So who else is going to talk to me? Yeah. And you keep moving. For women, yeah, I just think you got to be honest, man. You got to be honest and, and with I, yourself, not yes. with the person. A lot but of you times, can't be honest with a person if you ain't being honest with yourself. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But a lot of times you can look at somebody and you know goddamn well they're not supposed to do nothing. They're not about to right. change. They ain't about to do nothing. Mm -hmm. You got to be honest with yourself. And a lot of, think a lot of times we put too much pressure on the other person to do something that we need them to do as opposed to just doing it ourselves. Yeah. I feel like, but I feel like it's easier. You know, it's easier to put off on somebody else. Of you, you, you don't want to deal with yourself. So you don't want to think about what it is that you need, what is it that you want, what is yeah. it that you're doing wrong and right. So, you know, I'm just here because you making me stay here or, or because of you or whatever the case is. I put this part in blue because this was so true. Men get tired of loving the wrong woman, too. God damn it. Oh, I can't speak on that. Yeah, Why you ain't a man. Why? I mean, not be Men funny. Men get tired of loving the wrong woman. 
I've ne- I haven't seen that. So please tell me how that has happened. Have I loved the wrong woman? You know before? what? I'm lying. Yes, you have. I am lying. I have a friend right now who is like head over heels with this girl, and this girl don't. What is Rockhead saying? I think you're talking about. about uh, I left my phone. <laughs> <laughs> in the lobby. Is he in the lobby? <laughs> Oh, no. What it said at the top? He said he, he was, but he ain't. I can't read it on my. I was trying to read it on my uh, on my watch. I, w- I just said, where are you now? I left my phone. Yeah, he said he, he left died. It. I was waiting in the lobby. So there was him in the lobby. I thought y'all heard. Yeah. He, you thought he heard us? Yeah, Artesia. You used to be in the army. I need you, <laughs> I need you to be all you can fucking be. Rockhead and Rockhead brought it to y'all's attention <laughs> that that yeah. might have it, it been. Just only, yeah. been it just got real. It just got real. And I question the my time, ability. The only time she to ever be got aware of my surroundings. And that's her. She always in the back. Rockhead, if you're listening, we ain't the reason you sit downstairs wherever she, you at. She said, "Hold up, yeah, time let me, out. Let me get the mic. Uh, both y'all, both." So we were supposed to have uh, the good Q dog Rodney coming in here. Uh, he may still be trying to make it in here. I don't know if he'll make it in. We wanted him to address last week's uh, put him on notice, Renard Hollis, again, because, you know, he's a Q. We wanted to get it from his perspective on how he felt being an Omega and having other people out there lying in these streets about being an Omega. And after listening to last week's podcast, like I was telling Gabrielle, I would listen to every time. I I literally should have. You know what? (laughs) Going into this week's podcast when I edit it, I may make that the intro like and just put that bitch on there like three or four times. Because every time I announce that nigga name, like you just bust out laughing so strong. Ooh, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. Yeah, I got a couple hits, and people's like, "Damn, you went in on your boy." And I'm like, "Everybody said what you said." It's like that nigga ain't your friend no more. If you hear this, no, he's not. That's like when, when you know, two two people are dating. Yeah. It's like, um, wait, if a girl is saying, you know, he does this and does that, but she explaining all this stuff to you, yeah. like, no, you're dating him. He's not dating you. I don't That's, know what Rakia said. What did you text him? I said, he text no. him. He's coming back. Okay. So he can come on in the second hour. That's when we're supposed to be talking about the cues anyway. But I think um, one of the things we wanted to talk about, I know we've been talking about love and all this other stuff, intimacy, sex, and everything else. Uh, you got that one-hand skill, child. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this Steve Harvey. Um, I wish I could play the clip. I'll play it when I edit it uh, when it goes out later this week. They said, why are we so dead set on loving people the way we want to be loved and not the way they want to be loved. I feel like that's because when you were small, people you were always taught treat people the way you want to be treated. Well, you got to learn so, to separate that shit. Right, but I'm just saying that's, I feel like that's where that comes from. It's, yeah. it's like you feel like if I treat you good, you're going to treat me good. Because the guy was saying, it was two, it was uh, a couple, and, and the guy was saying, I tried to love her the way I wanted to be loved. He was like, I know I like to be touched on. And this was TV, so he couldn't really say what he wanted. He liked to fuck. Mm-hmm. He liked to have sex. Oh. And he was like, that wasn't about, that wasn't how she was. He was like, the way I made her happy was she liked for me to just sit with her and talk to her. Sit oh, with yeah. her and hold her, pay her some attention. Mm-hmm. He was like, so I started doing that. No matter how I felt about it, that's what she needed to be happy. Right. He was like, and she liked new things, clothes and shopping. He was like, so I would either give her money or I'd take her shopping. He was like, but she knows for me, I like to be touched. I like to be touched. I like to travel. So that's how she catered mm-hmm. to me. He was like, but at the beginning, I was wondering what's going on. And then he talked about the, uh, the love, love language languages. book. Yeah. And I still need to uh, get Dr. Cat, uh, oh. Cat Smith book and go through it. And we need to break that oh, book yeah. down. But um, he was talking about that. And I was like, that's so true. And it's so many times that you try to do all these things for the other person that you think that they like. And it doesn't go right. I don't know how many stories I've had 
of homegirls and homeboys telling me where people like Christmas time and birthdays, like somebody bought them something that they really don't even like. Yeah. But the other person thought maybe this is something nice and I think maybe they would like it and they don't like it. And it's like you could get something so simple instead of something big mm -hmm. and they'll still like it. I remember dating this girl back when I was in, uh, I thought that was somebody out the door, at the door, uh, when I was living out, in, when I was out in Addison. And I remember she bought me a Kindle and I was like, I don't need no goddamn Kindle. <laughs> Fuck I'm going to do. I barely read. Right. At that time, I wasn't reading shit. I was like, what do I need a Kindle right, for? Right. So what was... She trying to tell me I need to read? What was the motive behind the Kindle? She just thought it was a nice thing and she just got it for me. And she ended up keeping it or I gave it to somebody. But I feel like that goes also into paying attention. Like, why would you buy that? Yeah. Like Artesia that. laughing because I gave the Kindle to her. <laughs> 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 she got that motherfucker. I, just, I didn't need it. You know, I was like, I don't read a Kindle. I don't read, like, that, that I don't read. like I was, I, read I was dating a guy, and this girl bought him an Xbox. He gave it to me. Cameron over there, just going in, just going <laughs> out there, going he in. He was with. like, "I don't play games." I was like, "We can pass that bitch to me." <laughs> who's saying something on my phone now? Anybody who's listening no, to this podcast? Stories is full. Okay, I was by anybody who texted me from here on. Even if you're listening or you listen on <laughs> Tuesday, when I get in this damn studio on Saturday from one to three, don't fucking text me, don't email me, don't send me nothing because I'm not gonna respond. Yeah. I've had people hit me up and they be like, you can't respond? You listening to me. Right. What do you think I'm doing? Which I'm working. This is live. So stop texting me. <sighs> if I don't text you, don't reach out to me. Well, what I was saying, it's like, you're not paying attention. You're just like, that's like, because I feel like my dad used this all the time. He would be like, when he was like, what you want for Christmas? And I tell him what I want, which was always some shoes. And he never he, got he, No, he'd be like, you don't need no shoes. You didn't ask me what I need. Well, don't, the ask, don't ask me. You didn't ask me what I need. You yeah, what, I I want. what do I want? And what I want is another pair of Max. black shoes. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, I remember you wearing them in high school. Right. That's I got what, a good memory. You know what? Speaking of high school, never mind. No, go right on no, there. No, I don't want to do it. No, go right no, on there. No, I'm not doing it. No, go ahead. Right, go, go so right. anyway, uh -huh. um, the next thing. Yeah, I'm we waiting talking, on you. <laughs> talking about was. We do, we do need to address the domestic violence. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were um, talking, and it was like, you know, y'all been talking about love, intimacy, sex, all that good shit, but what about people who are in domestic violence? I was watching this uh, TED Talk by Leslie Morgan Steiner. Uh, she graduated from Harvard, uh, got her MBA from Morgan, I think it's called Morgan Business School. I think that's yeah. at Harvard. Don't give me the line. But she said there's three things to watch out for in every relationship with a man, especially the ones who are – have the possibility of domestic violence. She said they're charming, they're engaging, and they create a space for vulnerability mm -hmm. by being vulnerable. And I was like, damn. But how hard is that? Because if somebody meets you, they charm you, they engage you, and then they tell you their deepest, darkest secrets, you're going to open up to them. Yeah. But, I mean, the, 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 what I feel like it is is you can't you – can't get caught up in making that your fight. Yeah. Like, you can't be, you know, if that's something that happened to you, that's fine. And if you want to tell me about it, that's fine, too. But you can't allow that to take over, take take you over as yeah. your responsibility to be their healer because you're not. So if you're still, if you're still battling with that then you need to go see somebody professional yeah. not me so it's like i understand even we're in a, even though we're in a relationship you can share your secrets with me but i can't i can't heal you you need to yeah. go to church or go to uh, a psychiatrist or something get some <laughs> <And> medication <laughs> she said also she said uh, when she ended up marrying the guy one of the things that they she saw that he did was they isolate and they control you so that she's I don't like, think they that's moved. always true. Not always true. But in her situation, yeah. she's like, what happened? He isolated her. Mm -hmm. Basically, they moved out of the city. They moved mm -hmm. out into the suburbs. They moved away from family. They moved away from friends. Mm -hmm. And 
he got her away by herself. Uh, she said he then introduced the threat of violence to her by buying guns and, you know, saying he needed guns for protection and all these things. He ended up quitting his job. Yeah. He ended up telling her where she could go, where she couldn't go, and what she could wear and what she couldn't wear. And she was like, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. I know growing up, I saw my, my dad uh, verbally abuse and physically abuse my mom. So mm-hmm. for me, I have no tolerance for it. Like, I can't even watch a TV show with oh. a man throwing a woman around. Like that uh, movie, uh, Enough, with uh, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I yeah. couldn't watch that shit because it makes me ball my fist up and want to fight. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no reason a man should put his hand on a woman. I've had a woman slap me before, and I still didn't put my hands on right. her. I was like, my look said, you better recognize. Right, yeah. Put some respect on it. <laughs> put some respect on it. You know what right. I'm saying? Keep your hands to yourself. Right. Which I think that's the most important because I feel like I'll do what she didn't say in the TED talk is I feel like a lot oh, of you times watch, you got a chance to watch it. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, I watched it. I feel like a lot of times people make you feel like you know the first whenever you do tell I don't know if she shared the, you know any of her her struggles with anybody like while she was going through it but yeah. when you do tell people sometimes they make you feel like you did something because yeah. the first question that people are going to ask you like when I was in a situation people will be like well what did you do yeah like what did you do there's no reason to, to get hit ever like what did you do to provoke you know provoke this he didn't just walk up to you and slap you or or whatever the case is it's yeah. like what did you do to make him have this type of reaction and i feel like that makes you feel like well shit i deserved it because yeah. nah. people asking me what did i do wrong no matter what you do you don't deserve it man as a man even if a woman cheats on you, you you don't deserve to go beat your woman. You leave her or yeah. you go take a fucking time out. Give yourself yeah. some fucking time. Because I got a slick ass hand. mouth. I'm, I'm not yeah, proud of it. I'm, I'm not sure. saying that like, yeah, you know, like go I'm cool me, with that. Yeah. But I'm just saying I do know A lot that of black women do. I have, but I also have a, a very high tolerance. Like I take a lot yeah. when I'm in a relationship. I'll, I'll take a lot. You know, I'll let you get away with stuff. So I don't really get out. mad. I really don't get mad easily because yeah. I always feel like... Uh, if this ain't gonna break our relationship to next week, then I don't really want to spend my energy on it. Exactly. So I don't get mad a lot. So once you, once I'm pushed to that point, my mouth gets out of control. Yeah, like out of control. Now she said uh, most people stay because they don't even recognize they're being abused. Was that something that you felt like you? I think when I, I was in it, I recognized it, yeah. but I always kind of downplayed it. Like it could be worse. Like yeah. you know, it would always be like, well. I mean, it ain't every day. Yeah. Or it ain't like. I don't got a know, black eye. Right. Can't, yeah. I ain't, yeah, right. Can't nobody tell us. Matter of fact, I didn't even really realize that I was in an abuse relationship until one time I we got into a little scrap outside and I like was he would he drew me like across the across the carport concrete, yeah. the concrete so I had like some skin scraped off my arm so the yeah. next day we went to my mom's house and she's like what happened to your arm and I was like oh I fell or yeah. something you know I made something and up made and I was like up, yeah. damn it I am like Lying. making shit up like that's, I am yeah. like that's like an alcoholic saying oh I drunk not to be funny that's like somebody saying I drunk eight beers today well that's alcoholic level that's yeah. the status of alcohol right, al- right. alcoholism like so, I don't think initially I didn't yeah. because it was I, it was just like you know I ain't like them women on TV yeah. who you know he ain't balling up his fist yeah. and punching. It ain't in the enough, face. and it ain't uh, what's that Tyler Perry movie where the dude uh, oh, Blair uh, Underwood was beating the woman? I don't know, but don't shut my. You know what I'm talking about? Was it Family Reunion? <sighs> no, I don't know. Was it? Was Family Reunion? Tyler Perry. She anyway, I know what you're talking about with Blair Underwood, and at the like end that. they got married with the people in the ceiling. Yeah, uh, yeah. So for me, it's just I, for me. It's near and dear to my heart. Before we take our next break, I remember me and my brother one time. We heard our mom screaming in the house, and in our old house, they had like this little crack under the door because they their room was like up some stairs, so we could just like sit on the steps and look up under the door. And I remember I don't know what he was saying. I probably was like seven years old, 
and he was hollering at her and my mom was just kind of up against the wall she wasn't hollering really hollering back because she's really not confrontational and all i remember one time was he put her he put his forearm like up under her neck and like kind of lifted her up on the wall and in the other hand he had a knife in his hand like a like mm-hmm. not like a kitchen like the the cutboard big, yeah. big yeah so I'm looking and like I want to go in there and my brother's holding me back like you can't do nothing. We right. can't do nothing. Yeah. So it's like to sit there and watch my mom cry and my dad like take over her. Mm-hmm. Like cuz a woman can't beat a dude. You know right. what I'm saying? No even right. if he's small. And so to see that for me, you know what I'm saying? For me that 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 uh that shit stuck out. Dad, mama, my uh, yeah, my mama, mama yeah. <laughs> it's dad, yeah. Both all of us in her room. <laughs> right. Thank you, mama. <laughs> so, you know, and and seeing that I was just like I can't I can never do that to see the tears that she had. And then one time we saw him uh like messing like they were into it. He had picked her up, walked down the stairs, and we was like, put her down, put her down. And he literally dropped her down the stairs. Oh my God. Yeah. See, see, see your stories like that that I was thinking of when I was in it. It was just kinda like it, well, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. it was like we kinda get into like a exactly. little Exactly. And when I see that, I was like, fuck. And I remember the next time I saw it, I think I was like thirteen. And by this time, I'm in the streets, trying to get in these streets mm-hmm. and do all this shit. And he came to my grandma's house, and my mom was in the process of getting a divorce. And he came to my grandma's house, and he knocked on the door, and he was like, you know, he was hollering outside the door, Romania, Romania. And my grandma wasn't there. I was the only one there. And I think my mom was in the back sleep. And he was just like, I know you in there. And he just bamming mm-hmm. on the door. I open that door up. I get my gun out of my backpack that I had. I open that door up, and I stick the gun between the bars. And I was like, if you don't get the fuck from over here. Like, you ain't got no more motherfucking chance to yeah. put your hands on her. Yeah. And that's why, for me, it's like, I'm not perfect, but it's like, I try to date and treat women the way that I would want my mother to be treated. Right. And that's why I say, you've heard me say on the podcast, I've done some foul shit. Yeah. Not as bad, not justifying what I've done, but it's like, I don't do certain things and I don't go as far as I've seen other guys go. Not even just domestic violence, but even just cheating or mm-hmm. talking down to women because that verbal abuse could be just as yeah. bad because it mentally fucks up your psyche. Right. You can hit somebody on their body and it heals. They mine. So please don't judge me. And I won't judge you. Cause it could get ugly before it gets beautiful. Please don't judge me. That's what I wanted to talk about. I had to get a burp out. So Tank. You see the video about Tank? Yes. But you know, he was talking about that when he was on the Breakfast Club. On the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Why why do you think people because I agree. I think there's more niggas out there. There's a lot of women to eat their booty, and I, sh- I sure believe that it's a lot of women out there eating groceries. Yeah. Why is this such a big deal for people to just admit it? Because I feel like men feel like anything done to their butt is gay. When it's not gay, if it's, like, it's not gay if it's a, if it's your woman. If it's woman. a woman. It's your woman. So I don't understand what the problem is. That doesn't, I thought they scared to enjoy it. Remember or I they probably that? do, and they just don't want to say that they do. Cute out. Coming in here solid than a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we already record. So I think it's, uh, I think it's just like you said. I think it's more so people just worried about being called gay. Because I mean, at any point that you allowing your ass to be eaten, you're in a compromising position. I, you can't sit no, down. No, you're not. You're, you're na- in- look. You're naked already. You're already in a compromising position. No, nah, but too, when you booting over or laying on your back, it's a compromising okay, position. Okay, number one, I don't feel like you should. Be booted over when you're doing it. Okay, so how are you supposed to do it? If you eat on your back. Okay. And what if he was on all fours? Mm. Or standing up? I feel like, 
this is the thing. When you're in, when you're, I mean, it's when a, you're yeah. in it, ain't no like rules. It that's ain't no, what I'm like, saying. I don't really see the no, rule part of it. Don't don't see like it's, nobody's doing that. I mean, if if you're if, in like it, like that video, like that video. I mean, that audio I message I sent you. No, that on uh, uh, Instagram mm-hmm. when the girl was like, "Oh, I licked my man's ass and blah blah," and she was oh, saying yeah. all this other stuff, and people was like, "Oh, you nasty," and that nigga gay. Oh, yeah. She was like, "He ain't gay." She was like, "Once I give him a blowjob and I get down to them balls and everything else, it's all right there together." It's awesome. It's just like a dude eating vagina. I mean, the the, the booty hole is two inches away. I pass, <laughs> Brian. Jim. So what if she if she down if she down there? Wait a minute, you pass on receiving or giving? You saying he's saying both. both. I know oh. him. But okay, what if she down there and she My gonna, mouth ain't gonna, going on no ass. But what I'm saying, if she down there and oh. she go, and she already down there, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to jump. Like, what you doing? You eat pussy? Like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what, is what's in vagina? I could, I, we just had this conversation before you got here. I could show you some things that come out of the vagina. It probably is some bad it's stuff. It's just as bad. It's I'm not, it's not eating worse. or licking it, it, shit. But the thing is, it, it just... It, it, Asshole it is the creator <laughs> of shit. <laughs> shit don't come out your mouth. Or any other hole comes straight out the ass. So. But I feel like too, it depends on your ass cleaning skills. You have to be immaculate Man, no. at cleaning yeah. your ass. If if it's going to be done, nobody's going to do, no. He said, "Do you eat what?" Chitlins. Fuck no. No, I don't eat no chitlins. Mm mm. I'm gonna say, if you eat so chitlins, you might as well be. Y'all, ass. y'all like oh, ass. It? You eat ass? I have. Right on. But I'm saying it gotta be. Keep that name. But the thing secret. is, it wasn't like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it. It was. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't like something that happened. Like you know, this ain't not always. You don't do it like, every day. You right. ain't supposed it to do it. It wasn't like time. every time. That's special occasions. And and it was like you know one of them nights where you just be like. Shit, it's all turnt. Yeah, and it's, it. anything. Like, goes. Fuck it. He <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> was like, hold on, hold on, my legs don't go up that high. <laughs> I don't know. Shut man. up, nigga. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Like, how could a dude... Like, I had it ha- almost happen one time. He and like, like I said, I jumped. I, I, I had... I jumped. And I was like... Get right. Like, hold on. You, you're getting a little too low, guys. Wait, wait one goddamn minute, Rundell. <laughs> <laughs> a little too nasty when you... <laughs> you trying to go under the balls <laughs> and shit. <laughs> You didn't do this before. <laughs> this ain't your first rodeo, guys. Well, but I will say this: when I when I did, it was a, uh, it was like it uh, wasn't like no, just you know, you didn't know he. It wasn't like he didn't know what was what was going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't like it hadn't been a conversation before mm-hmm. where it was just like like if, okay, like if you and I and he was like, I don't do that. I would never try it because right. I know that you not you don't want to do that. Ooh, but like, how can the dude bring that up though? Like, you don't bring it up. It doesn't happen. I'm to saying me. like a nigga that like getting his ass ate. You don't bring like, it up. Like, how would you feel if he just came at you, like, the very first time? I'm not like, doing it. Nah, you don't come at him like that. I you probably would You have to build some kind of comfort and level. Hell, it's hard to ask for head. My thing is, okay, see. But the, then with, he gonna ask to get his ass When out. I did it, like, we didn't we didn't took shit. I have seen you wash. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, it wasn't. You've been vulnerable. Yeah, I can't. That's not something that you just jump right in no. and just like, oh, I'm just going to. No, because I need to see, like, how you clean yourself, how clean you are. How you are, take care of that tuna. I need. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> you remember the episode of Martin when Martin, that's uh, always a great Martin yes. reference, the part where he was sitting up there playing dominoes with the old man, and he was like, if you clean the toe out, it ain't that bad. You remember that part? <laughs> I was, when I thought. That was in the barbershop? No. Uh, who? Was it in the barbershop? Uh-uh. When he was playing cards with the old dudes after he had lost Gina. 
And, oh. he was talking, and the dude was like, I ain't trying to listen. You talk about no damn, eat sucking on no damn toes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, when I was thinking about this topic, I said, that nigga probably couldn't say it. He probably was talking about eating ass then. Oh, Omar. Yeah, because he was like, if you clean out the toe, it ain't that bad. Oh, probably. You know, he probably, probably right. was talking about pussy, though. But see, this is what you got to understand. People have been doing things way before yeah, we started doing it. Before. Remember back in high school when we were talking about getting head and blowjobs? Like, it was just the thing. Like, oh, shit. Scully Mac. Yeah, Scully Mac. <laughs> head Dome, doctor. Head doctor. DSL. Scully Mac was the thing. They did used to say that shit. Everything. People have been doing this shit way before we was doing it. Yeah, yep. of course. But we be acting like eating booty. Like somebody put something out there. It's like, that ain't new. You oh. know what booty means? And I want hey. you to tell me. It means stolen goods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked that up. But I did know that because that's what, for like pirates. Yeah. Yeah. They call know. like jewels it's and booty. stuff booty. We got to get the booty, which is stolen. Yeah. That's so, the stolen treasure. That's crazy. It don't, like yeah, that's the second it meaning of it is like butt tops. Yeah. But the first one is stolen. stolen He's treasure. only educated, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I looked it looked, up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I went to the thesaurus. <laughs> I mean, you hear stuff, you be like, hold on. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Booty means stolen, and I looked it up for yeah. real. You, you can Google That's everything. Like the, um, what's the dude who's in jail? Who was, what's his name? The Booty Thief. Uh, Police Johnson. Yes. Remember he was the what, what he was the Booty Thief or something like that. That's yeah. what his name? Booty, he said Booty was more important than water back then. Like yes. a certain part of time when he was in jail, yes. like niggas wanted ass more than they wanted water, food, anything. Yeah. They wanted ass. That's, he, he was a character on the. You Boondocks. can go on YouTube and watch his video. It was on lockdown. That come on MSNBC. Yeah, it was on there. And like you know how they interview certain yeah. inmates. Yeah, he was talking about. He's like a certain part, like in the eighties. I want to say eighties or Boy, early nineties. More important than water. He said that. Fucking it, said. it. verbatim. Fucking it or eating. No, Burl. they were in jail, so they probably were just doing it. Booty, booty ain't gonna never be more important than water. Hell no. Not a woman's booty ain't gonna be more important than water. Well, at that point, he was man. He was in ass. jail. <laughs> You've never Shit. seen that. No, I have not. Did you, you watch Boondocks? I ain't gonna lie. I do be wondering about you know, Mr. Smith. Man. Who? Man, fuck it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I wonder too, bro. No. I, I, yeah. I mean, he just. He wasn't of that course, type of dude. That's not his environment. Not, yeah, you know it's not saying? his environment. He was never even close to being in that type of environment. We can't. We're not going to say dis, you know uh, disclose his name, but we're talking about a good friend of a lot of ours here, and mm-hmm. uh, he went to jail a couple of years ago. And I remember, like, even when I was talking to him, he was not built for it. He was not built for it. No. I and I, he never even thought he was going. Like the whole time, I was like, "How is the trial going?" He's like, "Yeah, it's cool. You know, God gonna work it out. Whatever, whatever." And I'm like, "Sometimes God can't. He could put God could put his elbow up into." The grease. It ain't gonna get you out that shit. Mm-mm. Or maybe that's where you're supposed to be. I just be he wondering. Got 20, 25 years. 25 years. He got a quarter. Not a funk ass five. He got a quarter. So I always wonder. I'm like, damn. I wonder how he's doing in there. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was li- he was lifting before he went in. So I'm like, he, I'm pretty sure he really lifting. But I've heard too that if you just kind of mind your, you know, stay to man, yourself. I was in jail. I, I told you I was in jail for about a week. Down in the prison, not in like a county jail. And niggas come here, they come in to talk to you. Yeah. I didn't even come out of my cell. Niggas was coming by knocking on the window, like, what's good? I, I looked, I was turning, you know how they got the memes where you look up your shoulder, you turn, mm-hmm. nah, nigga. I look, see, it's a nigga at the door. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> 
Nah, you bitch. had a hair, did you? Yes, I had hair. You finished? Yeah. Nah, bitch. Yeah, I'm going back to sleep. They gonna ask questions. A lot of them already yeah. know why you in why there. Why you in there? You know there, what yeah. I'm saying? So I ain't want no parts of it. When I was in there, I remember the third day, my mom came and I she had been out of town with her then boyfriend. So she came, she visited, it's through the glass. I didn't even fucking sit down. I had on a two little jumpsuit, all my balls and my dick all on one side because it's so tight. It couldn't just hang. It had Biking to go. Shorts. Had to, left to right was where my balls had to hang. They was my, trying to get you raped. I had four. I, had a, <laughs> I wore a size. <laughs> I wore a size eleven and a half shoe. They gave me size fourteen flip flops. So a small yeah, jumpsuit. Yeah, and, with a small, and I'm dragging my feet. They, my yeah, it was a my good thing you didn't look at that <laughs> yeah. though. They was trying to rape. Yeah, you know so I'm like, what the fuck? You remember that episode of Martin when he bought that jumpsuit from uh here. When when Jenny got the boot on the, on the car, oh the and, boot, <laughs> and so she made him take that Jordan jumpsuit yeah. back, and he went to the like the bargain bar, the bargain bar, and got and had that uh little suit on. Dream to myself, I still got my skills. That headband was thick than a motherfucker. <laughs> and he went outside. Somebody's like, "Where you going? What you looking like, Hobo Kelly?" I remember that. And my mom came to the fucking thing to talk to me. So the glass is there. I pick up the phone. My mom sees me. My hair is nappy. It was like at your stage, a little bit longer, but it was like real thick. Mm-hmm. And my mom laughing. And I pick up the phone. I ain't never cussed my mom out. I asked the phone. I said, I don't know what the fuck's so funny. <laughs> you need to go home, get my car, get my goddamn wallet, and get me the fuck out of here. Click. When I hung up, she was just looking at me like, Ooh, I ain't made, playing no motherfucking games. That would have made me probably laugh harder. Oh, oh man. God. I wasn't coming. They, they buzz you in. Roberts, come down and get breakfast. I ain't even answer. I came in, they give you your mattress, they don't give you no cover, you got this plastic-ass yeah. pillow like the hospital pillows, but it's flat. I'm carrying my mattress in, dude's like, hey, you my new roommate? Nah, motherfucker. No. I'm by myself. One dude's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be, nah, bro, you ain't coming in this motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't shit for a week. <laughs> my stomach was bloated like a Somalian kid. Oh, God, I wasn't funny. fucking around with that shit. Well, I went to use the phone, I'm trying to call mama. One nigga like 6'8", he had his shirt tied around his waist, didn't even have a shirt on his chest. And nigga said, you need help with the phone, little nigga? I said, nah, bro. Nope. At all. Here, nigga, all phones work the same. <laughs> you can use this motherfucker. Ain't, ain't oh, nothing special oh, about oh, this motherfucker. Ain't, it ain't a smart uh, <laughs> payphone, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Hell no, I don't need help. I don't need no help. You dog. know how to put quarter in there if you got to put a quarter and dial a number? <laughs> Shit, no, I don't need your help. I was like, I don't need no fucking help. They had niggas reading, like, when it when it was time like to just kind of let you out in the gym pop. You had a corner where niggas was reading the Bible, and one niggas was teaching the nigga. Other niggas shooting craps. The niggas was watching. Like, everybody watches the same fucking channel. Like, they was watching Oprah. One nigga was like, can we change that? It's like, and one, they didn't even say nothing. He said, can we change that? And the dude, whoever had the controller, he just looked back at him like, and he's like, all right, no, you straight. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it up there then. I was so ready to get up out of that bitch. Man, look at here. They was trying to fight from the time I went in. I was like, when I say I was pissed, like when they walked me back the first time, and they would, they, they handed you a cup, like a little hard cup, and it had like a razor, like a, a, a big razor, and like a hard-ass toothbrush. And they was like, here, and they handed me a roll of tissue. I slapped that shit off the counter. They said, guard. I'm like, I ain't supposed to be here. Like, I'm not supposed to be in here. No, no, he wasn't ready. <laughs> I ain't supposed to be in here. Somebody got to go call my mama. You know what? No. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and no. tell you this story, which I thought about it. So I ain't never been to jail, but it just made me think about it. One time, okay, so I got into it 
with my ex and they called up he called the police or whatever and well no actually the police were it was in the neighborhood because somebody had robbed the store down the street so when the the pol so okay i threw a I threw a liquor bottle and it broke the window so the police came to the house which was a good thing yeah. because i was about to kill that nigga i was about to because the bottle didn't break yeah so like so I, picked throw it the bottle, I picked the <laughs> bottle up and like he was laying on the couch and i just like got over him with the bottle and I was just getting ready, just like wow. Crack that shit. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, fuck. So I went to the room and I got in, I got in the bed. <laughs> like I was asleep. So the police came in and they was just like, um, we just need y'all to, you know, separate Coming yourself, down. calm down, whatever, whatever. So I they left. I came in, I took like some some bear or something because my head was hurting because yeah. we had been acting a fool. So I go get in the bed and they say, no, the police are back. So I'm like, what are y'all? He called the police because I had took these bear. And I had been drinking. I was like, did you think I was trying to kill, kill myself? myself? So he took me to the fucking nut house. I was at the damn loony bin. And so pretty much like how you said, when I, when I get what's there. That, what's that uh, cartoon? You know, Acme. Motherfucker's looking at her with the big ass. She walking there. <laughs> Woo, give you the pills in that little white like, cup. Like, nigga, I'm supposed to be here. Why you here? <laughs> I walked in, and so I had to get undressed. They had to take my shoes, so I'm having to scoot around in these socks. And then I sit down in the little cot thing, and the woman was like, "Ma'am, that lays back." I said, "I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not comfortable." I'm not and they probably like everybody says everybody that. Everybody say that. Just lay your head back <laughs> and take these two pills. Are we gonna have to give you a shot? Yes. Which one? <laughs> so then I'm just sitting there. I'm just like so mad. Well, the phone rings because I didn't tell nobody that I was there because I was embarrassed. So I was like, I don't need to tell nobody. I don't need to fill out no paperwork for no None of that. emergency contact. Don't nobody need to know I'm in here. So apparently my mama found out that I was in there. So the the, the phone is on the wall. And the cord, of course, is like this long. So you have to sit on the wall like, like this. Like an thing. iPhone charger. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker's so little. <laughs> you had to sit like this. So the woman, one of the other crazy. And she gets crazy, ready to plug us. <laughs> Crazy women, she's like Deborah. Somebody on the phone for Deborah, which it was me. Somebody pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no damn. This ain't no damn mush. So I go sit Dog food. in this chair on the phone, and then I'm like, while I'm on the phone, I can just hear. Ugh. I was like, what the fuck? Like the retarded kid. <laughs> this Leave woman comes out of this room butt naked with this blanket and she just throws Brother. the blanket off like a superhero. <laughs> She's just like oh. she is like I know like 6'2". Like she she, fat. she wasn't fat but I mean she was like. She had some weight on. Yeah. She said that. <laughs> Which way? She had weight on or she had that ass? Both. Both, yes. <laughs> I, so I'm sitting here, and she's like right here. I'm on the phone. I was like, I got to go. Gotta go. <laughs> like that nigga with Martin. He was like, hey, I'm about to use the phone. <laughs> Somebody pick up the phone. <laughs> Please, I would never leave you out there like that. <laughs> that nigga was scared. They brought, they brought lunch. They was like, you know, it was chopped beef sandwich or something. Yeah. And so I was like, From I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. Where the hell you get chopped beef at a psych ward? <laughs> Who in the fuck in the back barbecuing? Oh, shit. I don't know if I'd have ate that shit. I didn't know where that motherfucker is. So I was like, I don't want Woo. it. So here come this woman telling me, can I have your sandwich? 
Yeah, girl, uh, you, you can have it. So then she's like, you know, so she's sitting next to me talking, and she's like, my son's finna bring me some cigarettes. My son's coming down here. He's been, <laughs> and she's like, you know, girl, you're not. Let me get your number. Yeah. I was like. Man, and then the crazy part was I was you was in there with men, so it wasn't just women. women yeah. So I had to go up to the thing and get some Tylenol because my head hurting. Why does this nigga in there talking about some? Hey, so, it's like cover this hot. Yeah. <laughs> All time hot. <laughs> I said, are you out of your retarded people got the you biggest dick? You out your damn mind? You out your damn mind? <laughs> you out your mind? <laughs> I just Man. walked back. To but me. that's the same thing it was when I was leaving the prison. When I was leaving, they was like, "Can I get some socks? All right, can I get that razor? Yeah." One nigga slid me a note through the bars and said, can you get this to my cousin? I said, yeah, I got you, little nigga. I got you. I walked outside, I threw that shit in the trash. I ain't, taking, I ain't delivering this message to no motherfucking body. That nigga probably no, was waiting. What was in that nigga? <laughs> that nigga was waiting. I he was probably waiting for a long time to get a response. No, nah, nigga, I didn't deliver that shit. I wanted to talk to Rockhead, Rodney Davis, the homeboy, for coming in. Thanks for coming in. I wanted to get your perspective on last week's put him on notice when we put oh Renard Hollis on notice with Man. the uh the Q dog. And the reason I'm asking him is because he is a a Q dog. He did graduate, yeah. crossed over North Texas. Got everything. I got paperwork. God damn it. Prove it. <laughs> got receipts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got everything you need. When you heard about it, what was your thought, man? Your man, initial thought. It was crazy cuz I had heard about it actually when I crossed back in 2008. Uh one of the, I guess, one of my big brothers then uh, that was part of my uh, national process, he told me personally, because I, I came to him with it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And he was like, he not a bro. And I'm like, what you say? In my head, I'm yeah. like, he like, nah, he not. Yeah. He not. He, and, he, of course, he went to Palm Bluff, too. And yeah. I want to say he crossed, like, in 98, I think. And so I'm sitting there like, okay, how do I, you know, when I, because I know I'm going to see him again. Oh, yeah. We you know, how do I come at him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that posted. Um, but, but prior to that, um, I had was basically talking to his cousin at the time. Well, not his cousin, but the lady that he married previously, it yeah. was her cousin. Yeah, I know you're talking about. And she told me, like, kind of how he was as a person. Yeah. I never kicked it with him yeah. other than maybe a 30 minutes or cutting his hair, conversating yeah. like that. Yeah. And she just told me, like, how basically fraud he was. Yeah. Like, In a lot of ways. A lot of ways. Like, basically taking their money and spending it on another lady. Yeah. And so, I was like, I was like, you for real? Because, yeah. like, he don't seem like that type he of don't. person. He don't. If you were to meet him, yeah, you know hold him, a yeah. conversation, mm -hmm. seem like a nice, humble guy, yeah. you know, a mama's boy type yeah. type of person. Very but true. it's pretty much Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of shit because yeah. he's a totally different person from, from what he showed yeah. us, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's why I didn't have a problem putting it out there last week because, like I said, not only did he lie about the Omega thing, he lied about being a chef. He didn't graduate being a chef. Yep. To this day, maybe with everybody knowing now, but he lied about being a police officer. Anybody knowing that goddamn right mind, if you know this dude, he's too big to be a police officer. Too big. You know what? I, always, Where's his I gun didn't know. He go. told me that that he was a police Shit in officer. His back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> can't put a belt around that big ass waist. Shit. The only fucking back pocket uh, clip <laughs> holster, nigga. Yo, big ass. I gotta pee. <laughs> 
like, bro, he was a cop. That's no, I, you don't have no like, reason oh. to lie over petty shit. But bro. he that's did. What pissed he me lied, off yeah, about he lied the situation. About and that's why I was telling. That's why I said I wanted him to be in here last week. I went to a couple of Rockhead's uh, Q parties and mm-hmm. shit when he was in Henderson, when he was in North Texas. And every time we hung out, people was thinking I was a Q. And I could have lied. I was like, nah, I ain't no Q. That ain't me. That's him. Mm-hmm. I ain't no bruh. You, why? Oh, yeah. This, it guy don't, that I, this guy that I work with, I asked him about it. And he said, because he, he, know, he know you, but he said, uh, and I showed him the the picture, and he said that he had seen it before, but of course he said he didn't know the guy. And I was like, yeah. well, I know the guy, but he's like, he had seen, he had seen the picture yeah. before. But he never even went to none of the the banquets, he never went to none of them. I've never, I've went to several since I've been knowing him and other dudes I know. Nobody knows. You ain't even never. I'm going to tell you one thing about the bros. More so than alphas, kappas, when they do something, they all come out. All all of us. From the oldest motherfucker. It yeah. could be a nigga that's 103. He going to be yeah. out there with purple boots on. And the crazy thing about the fraternity, everybody in Dallas know everybody. Everybody. Or they know somebody that knows know somebody. somebody. It ain't going for You know far. what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Words spread like wildfire, especially once that shit posts. Yeah. Like, you can't hide from nobody. I told you, he got rid of everything. Facebook, he had disappeared. Apple Cadabra. Can't get rid of nothing. And when I see him next time, I'm going to say something. You got to. How can you not? Like, bro, you lied to me since high school, bro. Like, you know I wanted to do it, but I couldn't do it because I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sitting here listening. Well, I wouldn't say getting information, but... Basically, he's trying to like he was like, recruiting. Yeah, almost, giving yeah. me stories and yeah. all that shit. But you ain't live none of this shit. Didn't cross. Fat, un, just making <laughs> shit up, bro. Yeah, like, bro. He lied about crazy. everything. He even threw my. He's throwing my brother under the bus. He done threw a lot of people I know under the bus. And that's I never spoke about it because he never did anything to directly affect me. But it's like that story that you heard. Like I've heard it a million times. And I don't believe his brother. Is Greek? He is though. He, he is? now he is. Okay. Yeah, he is. Now that's that's a fact. That's what I said last week. He oh. is. He got everything. They he twins, things, right? Yeah, they twins. Yeah, but, but I don't, he didn't play. He's not a Q though. He's no, no, he's, he's like Apple. He Kappa, yeah. Oh, okay. Kappa. Yeah. So he he did, and he has went to some of the things, and I've seen other like bros and shit, yeah. and it's uh like uh like the Qs got the deltas. What do the Kappas have? Uh, their sisters are SG Rose. Yeah, I think his cousin is. So even like all uh-huh. like when he lived with her when I first moved here, mm-hmm. they are. But I just know, like you said, I never understood the whole situation of lying. It's just like, not to be funny, uh, I ain't going to say his name, light-skinned dude, when we was playing football, and, you know, we went to the playoffs, and then the year after, y'all went and got state. And then <clears throat> he was bragging about his ring, and y'all was like, this nigga had turf toe the whole season. Mm-hmm. But he bragged like he was the one playing. Yeah. He didn't play nothing. No. Nah. Y'all the one won. So it's like understand, I these folks. yeah. But if I said names, you yeah, literally, you, you literally would know it. But I just, I'm right. trying to keep a, a low profile on the people mm-hmm. today. When you said turf toe, yeah, I know that's yeah. why I said turf toe. Yeah. But it's like uh, a lot of people. I, I just never really understood the, the the lying, and a lot of that happens here, even in the professional world. Like I've ran across a lot of dudes who lie about where they are, where they want to be, what they're doing, and you like get it. I don't understand it. I wasn't raised like that. No. You know what I'm saying? My daddy always tell me, "Don't try to be something you ain't. Be yourself." You go further in life being yourself. yourself. You got and I much. heard that often as yeah. a child. Yeah. And, like, it's instilled in me, like, if I see somebody with a shirt on I got on, I, I want to take it off. Oh, I'm, I'm the same fucking I way. Because like I don't, I don't want to wear nothing somebody When I bought got, my car, oh. I told Artiz that I said, I'm get, I am I got the license plate mm-hmm. different. And I told her, I said, I think I'm going to get my car matte black. And she's like, why? I said, it looks like all these other fucking cars are I need to get mm-hmm. something that's different. I've seen matte black cars, but not a matte black car like I got. Yeah. So I was like, I don't like having 
the same shit that people have. I don't like looking the same. I don't like talking the same. I don't like doing nothing that other people are doing. Even with this podcast, we talk about entertainment every blue moon. We really try to address everything that's realistic or something that's going on in our personal lives. We're not really reaching out to famous people. I think we reached out to like one or two famous people. But we ain't really reaching out to those type of people because it's like, who else is really trying to get people to tell a real story and be honest and be transparent and Mm -hmm. say things? And a lot of times I have to be able to come on here, be vulnerable and say things that I probably wouldn't tell anybody else in order to get other people to be comfortable in telling their story. Yeah. Yeah. What I wanted to, because you missed the part about, uh, we were talking about the love, sex, and intimacy, but we were talking about it from a domestic violence perspective. And we actually didn't even finish. Have you ever known or seen anybody who's been uh, in a domestic violence Man, situation? Actually, as a child, uh, well, growing up in the hood, it, it's it's not uncommon to see, you know, couples get into a fight. But this one uh, incident I remember, uh, this young lady, she was a real close friend of ours. Um, her son actually just graduated high school. He in college playing football now. And it was crazy because she would always come down to our house. And, like, we knew her and her boyfriend. And they were a young couple then. I want to say she was probably, like, 13 or 14. So yeah. he was, like, 14 or 15. Yeah. And so they had a little boy, this little boy that's gone out to college. Thank God he, you know, he got his education. But this one night they were getting into it. They always, you know, fight. But this night I seen him literally, like, punch her in the face and hit her with a chair. Like, yeah. pick a chair up and just hit her with it. It's like <laughs> WWF type shit. <laughs> I, and I'm sitting there. I was I was so in shock. I didn't shock. want to say it, but I was I was thinking. Like I was so in shock yeah. when it happened. Yeah. Like me and my cousin just took off running to my daddy's house, and I'm like, "Daddy, daddy, call the police!" I just <laughs> seen, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. it shocked me. Yeah. I never seen nothing like that, and it was crazy. Like now, with me being 31, I don't see how a man could put, his, put his, hand his hand on a woman. Yeah. Knowing the power strength you have yeah. as a man, I'm scared to fight another dude. I ain't. I'll be the nigga. No, I'm t- that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about because. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, because, yeah, no, oh, not, not that, yeah, not literally scared to fight, right, but like I don't know street. if I would stop. Oh, and right, right. true. Like, true, and in true, my right. mind, I think if I punch, like I literally feel like if I punch the dude, I'm breaking his jaw. True. That's assault. Right. Last fight I had, I broke my hand. You know what I'm saying? Hitting the dude, I hit him. No lie, a good six times in his side of his head. Yeah. I didn't know my hand was broken until I tried to crank my car. Up. Yeah, and that's and what it was I'm crazy. And that's what I'm saying. You don't really know. You black. You literally. But see, you black see out. what I'm saying? Like with this story that he was talking about. That's why for me, when I was in my situation, I didn't really feel like I guess I was in a domestic violence situation, situation yeah. at first because I always said it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like I mean, of course, I didn't want it to happen, and I didn't want. I didn't approve of it. But yeah. it's just it's kind of like well. You know, you have you always hear people saying, and I will say the guy that I was that I was with, like you know he was, he, he was from the hood. Yeah, I guess. You I just that right? I just could never see like. So I, I mean, like you said, he probably saw a whole. You, yeah. He probably saw a whole bunch of yeah. it mm-hmm. and was just like, this was normal. You see, to be a child to see that and then your parents still together, you think it's acceptable, yeah. probably. Oh, right. Yeah, like, right, right. Mama's still coming back to daddy, yeah, so yeah. that's, that's, that's just something they do. And they talked about one of the things I know, um, like we were saying with uh, Leslie Morgan Steiner, she was saying that the people, a lot of times people don't leave. Over 70% of stalkers kill the person who leaves. Like Afterwards. Yeah, right? afterwards, because they're like, I have nothing else. I, I'm not controlling you anymore. Possibility of somebody else being with you. 
So not only does it affect you, like if you're my sister and you're getting beat and you come stay with me, I, he may try and come after me. Right. Anybody who's protecting you or keeping you away from mm -hmm. him, and that's a lot of times why people don't leave because they'll tell you, I'll kill you if you leave. And you don't know if, the, I mean, mm -hmm. you've never seen him kill anybody. So it's like you take his word for it if you've seen him at some crazy point. So you're while people are judging you, saying you should leave and you should do this, in, a, in your mind, you may be like, I'm protecting you. I'm protecting my kids. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. there's so many reasons, I think, and we're quick to judge and say, oh, you should leave. Just like, um, I just think before social media, we've always been quick to judge. With social media, it's worse. Just like that whole Kalani and Kyrie Irving thing. Like, mm -hmm. this woman almost killed herself, and nobody cared about it. They just wanted to talk about, talk about her, her being weak. But and that's social media. Yeah. Like, people, to me, they speak without thinking it through thoroughly. But like, it still holds so much of an effect exactly. on other people. Yeah. Because a thousand... One post, if if say Kyrie or her got two million followers, a good one point, however million, gonna make a comment. comment yeah. yeah, and out of them comments, it's gonna be somebody saying some outlandish shit on there. Five percent of the people gonna be saying something bad. But, but no, if you were face to face with their ass, they wouldn't say that but shit. But sometimes they do. Well, I mean, of course, that's a lot. I'm not saying that, but people yeah. people say some of the crazy. Like when okay, when I when I decided to leave, when I decided to leave. Um, one of one of my ex's friends sent me a Facebook message, and he was telling me about how, you know, I, I need to work it out, and he's so happy when he with me, and you know, I needed to. People are so, uh, what do you say? Something about people are so. Um, Fuck that. Quick to, to talk about black marriage yeah. and how black marriages don't and last, black and blah blah blah, and, and gave me all these statistics about fucking black marriages. Like, well, can you tell me the, 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 the statistics? Yeah. Don't, the, uh, <laughs> The statistics on domestic violence. Why you giving why me you statistics giving all this shit? about right. about black love? And Nigga, black let marriage. me come over to your house black. and punch you under your goddamn right. eye. Right. You it's just kind of like so. Don't don't come at me to talk about no statistics when about black love when that's not what I feel like I'm getting. Ah uh, no, I don't. I don't. That don't, that ain't something I can. I can't get with that shit. That's your phone. Yeah, sorry. Oh no, it's nah, fine. I can't. I, I can't do I it either. My damn. And it pisses me off to. I hate it when women, like so like you said, you don't know the reason, but I hate to see like a woman, just like another incident when I worked at Taco Bell in high school, one of my managers dated one of my cousins. You should have told me that. I could have been getting Mexican milk. Man, you could have been the getting them from me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in the trap for real. <laughs> but, and it would piss me off that she would come to work black eyes, yeah. busted lips. And so people, the and was a, a guy. Guy. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, he laying hands on right, her right. whenever he get pissed off, yeah. whatever, and she go right back. And it's like, in our mind, we asking her like, "Why the hell are you staying around?" But you never know what. What he telling her? You know what I'm saying? So, and he's a bigger guy yeah. to her. Cause to her, she was probably five six, five five by one twenty, one thirty. I be wanting to fight a nigga. Like when I know, like shit. Like if I knew, but he's big as hell, bro. He's like six one, six two, and he's put on weight like two forty, yeah. two sixty. And you putting your hand on a woman, woman. that's small though. I can't, man. But you know, I feel like size, size don't really. These folks, they strong. People, I just y'all y'all are so strong. Yeah, it don't matter how skinny you how are. Yeah. You are, yeah, you are strong. Uh, you don't got a chance. You don't. You really don't stand a chance. Right. You don't stand a chance against a female. Don't stand a chance against no man. Mm -hmm. Like I say, from the times of seeing it happen to my mom, I just I, I had no parts of it. Even like today, when my dad calls, I forgive him, but I just don't have I don't I don't have the no relationship. Not it's there. strained, and a lot of times with my dad, I feel like he 
to me, I feels like he doesn't know. He acts like he doesn't know what he did, or he forgets it. Or the thing that makes me the that the most pissed off is he'll try to rationalize it, and he's never done it with me. My brother always tells me because my brother communicates with him more than I do. Mm-hmm. And even when my dad called, he called me this week, and I was just listening to him talk, and and the whole time I'm listening, like nothing was really that he was saying was really registering with me. And you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't because, like I said, because I hate him. I just have such a disconnect mm-hmm. from him that I don't think it can ever really be repaired. And that's why I say when I think, like I said, I can't even watch movies with guys beating on women. Even yeah, guys who just, me even dudes who just running amok on girls. Like yeah. like I said, you don't have to put your hands on a woman to hurt them. You can verbally abuse them. And just the things that you do in that relationship or outside that relationship that could they could actually yeah. kill their self-esteem. And, like, the videos that have rape scenes in them. Oh, oh man. man, it pisses me off. Or even the videos the that way. people post where dudes fighting girls on Facebook. Oh, I don't watch that. Uh, I seen the most disturbing one. I want to say it was, like, a year or two ago. I want to say he was in the passenger seat. His chick was in the driver's seat. The dude friend outside the car videotaping it, and he just hitting her in her face, like, why she in the car? She's like, stop, stop. And he, the dude on the camera laughing. Laughing, yeah. Why yeah. He, she and got the thing hit. about it, she was a black woman. Yes. A black dude beating on a black woman. Content, like, yeah. he didn't stop. And he, he'll, he like, stop for a second, then start back yeah, hitting yeah, in her yeah. face. And I'm sitting there like, Where's, the who's the punk-ass nigga, nigga recording? Recording the shit. But, man, I mean, we've even talked about that, too, and especially when it comes to black women, just to narrow it down to our demographic, men just don't value them. I, I was watching, excuse me, I was watching a video trying to make sure you don't catch none of that blowback or that burp. <laughs> That's this. I'm yeah, it is. over here. You be seeing like. <laughs> but uh, the guy, it was, a, it, was a, it was a white matchmaker in Atlanta, and she was interviewing black women and black men. So the black women... They were like, oh, they, she was like, what kind of women and what kind of men are you like? Oh, black man. Woo, black girl, this, this, this. And just talking up black men and just singing black men's praises. When it came to the black men, they were like, don't date black women. Anything but a black woman. White women. No, no black women. Don't want to deal with them. Don't want. And it's like, it's posted all over social media. You went to a white woman to help you find somebody, but everything but a black woman. Yeah. And then you got the black woman on the other side would love to have Singing these dudes. Praises. And these dudes was like, so commercial, like whack. Like not to be funny. I, I want sisters may not even have them, mm-hmm. but they're talking down about black women. My whole thing is I don't give a fuck who you date. Just don't go out there and be that one that's talking about your own people. Own like people, even if I yeah. fuck with white women and white women only, you'll never hear me say a oh, black woman they got attitudes. A black woman they ain't attractive. A black woman like I'll yeah, never say that. The, the few you. Talk to, to talk or to chose, them. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Every black woman is not the same. Right. No. Don't act the right. same. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't take that time to get to know them like that, you won't. You won't know. Nope. That's why, and not to be funny, I just think it's so powerful the message that you put out there because with this being such a group thing society, nobody really takes time to really get to know anybody, Mm-mm. research anything mm-hmm. to know what the difference is. They just see a black woman and they automatically think whatever they think. Did you hear the Troy Smith story getting pulled over? To the, used to be quarterback at Ohio State. He got pulled over and said he had a degree in, what did he say, RT? He had a degree in bachelor's. Yeah, I seen what? that. He had a degree in bachelor's. Drunk. <laughs> hey, sir, can you get out of your car? Yeah, all right. All right. I gotta, do you know who I am? Do you know, you know who I am? I'm Troy Smith. I play for uh, Ohio State. You got a degree? You pulled me over. Do you have a degree? No, sir, I don't have a degree. Well, I got a degree. And I got to tell you, 
what I got a degree in. I got a, <laughs> I got a degree in bachelor's. Do you know what that is? I just say, put your fucking, fucking hands <laughs> on the hood. You're going down, buddy. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> You're going down, buddy. <laughs> this motherfucker was so drunk. That I'm, is not even a, a college in the college, <laughs> motherfucker. The College of Bachelors. Degree of Bachelors. I said, what the fuck? I was like, I wonder if he go back and watch that video. He probably like. That nigga probably didn't do his schoolwork when he was in college anyway. He probably didn't know what the fuck his major was. What class I go to? Where the room at? Oh, okay. He don't know what he got a degree in. I saw that shit. I said, this is the kind of shit that make black people look all the way back. Yes, man. All the way fucking back. And then it. It get magnified ten times because oh, yeah. he black. Yeah, and but how many white quarterbacks then said some stupid like? A beat this? they white. But the thing about white athletes, they're smarter. White people, period. True. When it comes to when they're having money, they have somebody that's paid. They pay somebody that's going to take care of all their issues. But another example, pay Manning scam. Oh yeah, when he was at Tennessee. Yeah. We didn't hear shit about that. I'm sure his daddy paid for it to go away. Most definitely did. Even if we got somebody who got money to pay it to go away, we sometimes are too arrogant to think that nobody can touch us. Mm-mm. Like they said, the first thing Troy Smith said when he got out of the car, do you know who I am? I don't give a fuck who you are, nigga. You swerving all <laughs> exactly. over the goddamn road. Put your motherfucking hands behind your back, And nigga. I remember uh, when, Nathan, when Nate was playing at Texas, Yeah, uh, he had a, a teammate. He from Grapevine. I uh, can't think of his name right now. His name was, uh, shit. I can't think. Henry Melton. That was his name. Oh, I know you're talking about. This nigga get pulled over in Austin. He's still fucking up. Police tell him, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's like, you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Henry Melton. I play for the University of Texas. I'm going to was like, nigga, get out of the car. <laughs> I don't give a damn who you is. I don't give a fuck who you are. College football player. You ain't, yeah, you ain't even making no money. Get your ass out the car. I don't understand that shit, bro. I don't understand that. Nigga, you ain't, you your ain't no, title ain't that You ain't done nothing superior yet. where the officer going to be like, oh, okay. I feel like Can I take a picture that. with you? I'm no. Brain though. Who? We were just talking about, talking about black people with titles. But I can't remember in what, you know. Oh, in what capacity? It, it, right. What I don't know. I just, I don't know, black people, I just think at some point we got to learn something. Man, to me, we'll never be more superior than just, a, say, the a white person on yeah. just on something like that. Like a white person get a slap on the wrist. I seen a post on Facebook. This dude got caught with a pound of heroin, got 18 months. No, that's like the dude who killed them kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ethan Couch. Two Kelch. years. Ethan Cash, what do you want? Two like years. Four months per, yeah. or something like Six that. Six months, Six per, months per, person. per person. Yeah. But the this thing about it is it makes drunk. it, yeah. It, but it makes it worse because we don't really even push ourselves up. That's up, the thing. Uphold each other. We don't support each other. We can't, get, we can't get there because I feel like in order for us to get there, we would have to support each other yeah. and like fill those positions. So whereas far as we, us being the judges and the police officers and the people who are making the changes, we're not going to do that. And then whenever we do get those positions, we shit on the people yep. who or, are... Or it's just about status. We just glim- we just chilling in the limelight. We ain't really helping nobody. I tell Mm-mm. people all the time, I don't give a fuck how many uh, school board meetings you go to, uh, town hall meetings. I don't give a fuck how many things you go to. If you ain't got your feet on the ground really doing work footwork, yeah. and really yeah. putting back into the community, you ain't doing shit. And that's why, for me, I'll give a shout-out to the homie Chris Lewis, Joshua Parker. Those two dudes, man, they go to all these meetings Michelle. around Dallas, Michelle, and they literally do the groundwork. Yeah. 
I hear too many times where niggas is out here saying shit. Not and they ain't doing, doing a that. fucking thing. Even if I bring a situation to you where it's like, let's put this money together and let's do it. It's people that ain't doing nothing. Mm-mm. They want to show up, but they don't want to do nothing. And like you said, Michelle, prime example, Amber. Yeah. Uh, I forgot Amber's last name. Amber Sims. She, like oh, people, she yeah, they do stuff. They Not only are they going to these meetings, they are doing the groundwork. And the thing about it is they're not doing the groundwork and taking pictures. I don't ever see pictures. I just see other people or hear other people talking about yeah. it or post stuff about them. They ain't posting shit on That's how you know own. you working exactly. when other people bragging po- about you. Uh, bragging about you. ain't got to do it yourself exactly. because other people will do the shit for, for you. you. Before we get out of here, I did want to say Brown Fuller, host of the Loud and Clear, presents its Court of Love series live tonight at Jamaican Gates in Arlington, Texas from 5 to 7 p.m. So come out, engage in some great conversation, get some good drinks, and even uh, meet some great people. I don't know what the fucking Jamaican Gates uh, address is. I mean, y'all can look it up. It. I didn't get it's that It's in Arlington. Fun. Yeah, it is in Arlington. I know it's off of Cooper. No. Like, yeah, it is off of Cooper. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, you going to rate these folks wrong? You no, know, it's right off of I think, as a matter of fact, it's Cooper in Arkansas. I don't, it's on the corner of Cooper in Arkansas. I just don't know the exact address. Look, Archie, go and grab a mic. You ain't got it yet. <laughs> Bible trivia. Who going to get it first? Right. What? Put put the mic. You wanted to grab a mic earlier. She said, I just had to sit the Rick straight. <laughs> 1020 West Arkansas Lane, Arlington, Texas, 76013. Arkansas, I told you. That boy Cooper know his demographic. Yeah. You know so Arlington. Geography. Before, also, I wanted to hear what you had to say about, uh, it was something that I missed. Oh, Birdman, bro. Oh, my God. Gonna what put some think? respect on my name, man. <laughs> All three of you. <laughs> to me, honestly, it was a joke to me, honestly. Yeah. Some people say it's respect just because of what Charlemagne say, but... When Trick Daddy and Ross say the same shit, right. and you don't go to them with it, but you yeah. come to Charlemagne, the radio yeah. host with right. the shit, the beef, <laughs> when you know these niggas, Ross and Trick, put something on your ass, come right. on, yeah, man. Don't, don't come to people who ain't about that And life. then you in there sound like you about to cry and shit, That's voice what I said. crackling. <laughs> I just tell you, I'm, I just told you, nigga, no. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I came to you with it, nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I had to take my glasses off so I could talk to you like yeah. a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I seen a couple of places you was at. I started to pull Bro, up. That's gangster, though. But then why did he say, hey, y'all finished, y'all done? Yeah. that's what, <laughs> Ain't that the same thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all finished, y'all done. Is it A or B, nigga? Y'all going or y'all done went? <laughs> <laughs> y'all left or y'all done gone? Get your ass out of our studio. <laughs> Like you come in there with the beef, y'all drinking water. Y'all drinking water, obviously. <laughs> Good morning, it's the Breakfast Club. Say, man, y'all gonna have some respect on my name. I'm trying to find the video because. But I my had my it. whole thing was, what were they saying about him? That was disrespectful. I didn't feel like, oh, he said, oh, he said, because I looked at the video afterwards that Charlemagne was saying something about um, asking. Asking Rick Ross why Drake signed to him or something. So if he, I guess he felt like they could have taken money out of his pocket or something like that. But how's that disrespecting his name though? And they weren't paying. He weren't paying his artist. So like he don't never pay. Like so Charlamagne was pretty much saying that the same thing that everybody else was saying. But I just felt like he went to. Man, look, my thing is you can go back to the Hot Boys. How many of them basically came out and said he wasn't paying paying nobody? Right. Then. The little incident with Wayne. And now Drake. 
But you get mad when people tell you. They been out here trying to slide on me. They been out here telling lies on me. Everybody looking out for themselves, but they still got their eyes on me. See me putting in the hard work now. Now, where can they find you at on social media? Twitter, uh, Mr. Flintstone 5Q. IG is Rockhead, R-O-Q-U-E-H-E-A-D. Snapchat is Rockhead 5. And also, I want to give my condolences because I lost a close friend on yesterday, uh, DeCorey and Harrison, also a frat brother. And I just want to give my condolences out to his family. Yep, that's what's up, man. Where can they find you at? Uh, naturally underscore G-E-E on Instagram and Twitter and G.S. Johnson and 0207. All right. And Snapchat. be sure to follow us at www.therealityis.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sir Robert Poe, also on Facebook at Anthony Roberts. And you can look on any social media platform and find us at The Reality Is. Again, that's com. And always remember, inhale courage to excel success. And we'll check you all next Put week. some respect on it. Matter of fact, <laughs> we won't be here next week. We'll be in hey. California. But we will be back the first week of May, and we'll be bringing you more from the reality as y'all be going. Put some respect on respect. All true. Not up the flesh, 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 not up the flesh. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.